Welcome back to a special episode of the Bosque County Blast. I'm Art Devitalis. Today, we talk to MJ Hagar, the Democratic candidate on the ticket for senator this year. She'll face Republican incumbent John Cornyn this November. Here's what she had to say about the Democratic Party, her campaign, and her opponent. This is a continuation of our special elections coverage for 2020. You're listening to the Bosque County Blast. So we asked MJ Hagar to tell her about her roots in Texas. I got my undergrad and my executive MBA from UT Austin. Grew up in a very blue collar, working class family. I did spend 12 years in the military, but I also spent five years working in healthcare and two years working in tech. Then we asked what she believed is the most important thing to accomplish as a senator for the state losing my dad to a workplace accident, and then later losing my job by fighting to open jobs for women in the military, gave me a real sense of fighting for regular working families. Texans overwhelmingly want everyone to have access to quality, affordable health care. They don't want their choices removed from them, but they do want people to have access. People across the state want to fix our broken immigration system while keeping our country secure. We want universal background checks while protecting the Second Amendment. We believe in family values, and we know that that means not letting the government tell us who we can love or when we have children. We're independent-minded, and we just want to see Texas values, like backbone and grit and determination, reflected back at us from D.C., and right now we, we don't see those values. I've traveled tens of thousands of miles, held dozens of virtual events across Texas, talking directly with Texans, and I know that my vision for this state matches the values of the people I'm going to be representing. We need to go out and earn every vote. So what sets you apart from Cornyn? I think the thing that sets me apart from Cornyn is that he's D.C. and I'm Texas. His priorities are to become Senate Majority Leader and to please his party leadership. My priorities are to fight for Texas and for hardworking families across Texas. I have faced the challenges. I understand how it feels to be worried about where you're going to get your health care from. I don't think he does understand that. He's not worried about getting discriminated against for having a pre-existing condition. I've been laid off before. I've worked minimum wage jobs. I worry about whether or not Social Security is going to be there for my mom and for myself. He's on three taxpayer-funded pensions and a taxpayer-funded paycheck. So he's not worried about whether or not Social Security will be there. And it's human nature for him to project that sense of security onto us and think that we're not worried about it. That situation gets exacerbated by his inability to get out of his privileged bubble and his little echo chamber and actually understand the challenges that the people in in our state are facing. How are you going to be a more effective legislator for Texas? Legislating solutions to the challenges that they face. That's why you have to come from the place that you're trying to represent. And I grew up in rural Texas. I voted for John Cornyn too. I understand. I understand what made you vote for John Cornyn. I voted for him in 2002 and he has not delivered what I thought he was going to. He has not delivered supporting our military, being fiscally responsible, supporting individual rights, keeping the government from oppressing us. He has not done the things that a lot of people in Texas voted for him to do. All he's done is protect himself and his corporate donors and the wealthy special interests and his party leadership. It is not Texas to not be able to stand up to the members of your own party. You have to be able to think with your own mind. And we need a Texas tough person who has taken on really tough fights in the past. 
I think that a lot of people vote for John Cornyn out of fear, out of fear buying the propaganda on immigration and gun safety. I think we can prioritize our national security while respecting the dignity of being a human being and not committing human rights violations. I'm a gun owner. I value the Second Amendment, but I also own children. <laughs> I have two small kiddos that I want to protect. We asked her to tell us about her service in the military and how it influenced her life today. Being raised in a very rural Republican community and household, a household that owned guns, and it wasn't until I got out and experienced the world and went into the military, I am a survivor of gun violence. It, it, it just made me look at it with a more open perspective, and I realized I had been lied to like so many of us had been lied to. I will protect our Second Amendment rights. I own firearms. I want to be able to own firearms. I am a responsible gun owner, though. I recognize that my children are much more at risk at finding one of my firearms than they are from an intruder. So I keep them locked up, my firearms, not my children. <laughs> so there shouldn't be more liability for someone who lets their dog out of their backyard by accident who then bites someone than for someone who lets their, their firearms fall into the wrong hands who then hurts someone. How has it changed the work you do and the job you would do as a senator? I do believe that we can enact common sense gun safety legislation like universal background checks that responsible gun owners in Texas want. Lying is something not Texas either. Lying is something DC and not Texas. In Texas, your handshake is as good as a contract. Your word is supposed to mean something. And a lie is really a slap in the face to what it means to be Texas with our integrity. But also there are lies that are so big that they have killed millions of people. I think about the tobacco industry. I think about the oil industry sitting on climate change science for four decades. I think about the gun lobby pushing billions of dollars behind this propaganda idea that any gun safety legislation is an infringement and a slippery slope to our second amendment rights being revoked. What do you feel Texans need most from their senator? We need experienced people in DC. And I think that John Cornyn is gonna say that, that that's why we need him because he's been there for so long. And I think we need a different type of experience. We need people who have experienced what it's like to serve our country so that we understand what it means when we commit our troops to combat zones. We need people that are struggling to get their bills paid and are raising small kids in an era of climate crisis, worried about their future. We need people who have waited tables and who have struggled with the same challenges that regular everyday Texans have struggled with and are struggling with right now. We need someone like me who has experience working in healthcare, who has experience with business best practices and can apply a different way of thinking and problem solving than the career politician that we have now. He has a lot of experience failing Texas. You know, I always think of the media as the sixth branch of the military, just fighting for democracy and putting yourselves at risk and fighting for truth. I do think that the democracies around the world, what makes a democracy is a free press. Last, what message do you want to send voters or people who may still be on the fence in regards to who they'll be voting for this fall? Why should they vote for you? I wish I could spend all of my time earning people's votes. I feel like I spend half my time doing that and half my time dispelling their fear in voting for a Democrat. Hope is more powerful. We need to not 
accept the lies and the fear and the fear mongering and the race baiting. And that's really where the press comes in. So thank you so much. I don't believe the lies anymore that any gun safety legislation is an infringement on our rights. I do believe it is an assault and an infringement on our rights when open carry activists come through and threaten people at state legislatures or in festivals and things like that. I was at the Pecan Street Festival here in Austin a while back and I had a guy walking around with an automatic rifle and a, a big Trump flag and a bullhorn yelling at everybody about the Second Amendment. That's the threat to the Second Amendment. Pushing mm -hmm. that and making people feel unsafe, that's what threatens our rights. Not gun safety legislation like universal background checks that has overwhelming support in Texas, by the way, that would save lives. And that's it for this episode of the Bosque County Blast. If you want to get caught up on more for the 2020 senatorial election in Texas, check out our interview with Steve Munisteri speaking on behalf of John Cornyn. And stay tuned for more 2020 election coverage. My name's Art Devitalis. Thank you for listening. <laughs>